swinging dicks all night long. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here. Meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. And in this week's episode, episode 32, we uh, we talk about a lot of uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8. Talk about where Mike was the past couple of weeks, because he's been, you know, here and there and everywhere. It's a Beatles reference, get it? It was a Beatles hotel, I think. In Vegas? I think, I think so. Jen would know. Maybe it was a show. I don't know. I took a picture of it, maybe. Yeah, I think that was that. I don't know. I don't, I don't do these things. They have a Beatles bar, too. I don't go to Vegas. But yeah, this week's episode, episode 32. As always, you can find us on social media, on Instagram, at pass underscore the underscore controller. On the tweets, at pass controller. And check out our website, ptcgaming.com, where you can find links to the podcast and articles. Mostly opinions. Deal with it. Why do they need a link to the podcast if they're listening to the podcast? Shut the hell up, Jennifer! Maybe, maybe they can't find it. I don't know. Maybe they overheard it in somebody's car or something. Maybe, yeah, it was the Mirage. Maybe they're uh, in Vegas with Mike, handing out cards, going... They didn't do it like that. It was just like... And yeah. She, she, she knows. Yeah, Jen's apparently gotten a few escorts and, uh... No, I get a ton of those cards and I give them out as gifts as I, when I come home. Mike, where's my gifts? Do you want me to, I, They're in my suitcase, do you want <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they are. Like, saving those for a rainy day. I wasn't sure if I... Because, like, I grabbed it from, like, the first guy and then once I figured out, like, that was the the method, I was like, should I get more? Like, are there different Do they still put stars over the nipples? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Mike's so sad about it. <laughs> All right, enough rambling. You'll get more of this if you keep listening. So enjoy this week's episode. Episode 32 doesn't have a name yet. Yellow leather. Uh, me. Uh, she sells seashells by the seashore. You can't do it again. She sells seashells by the seashore. One more time. She sells... Oh. Wait, no. <laughs> seashells by the seashore. You're purpose, purposefully doing that real slow. Yeah, no shit. All right, speed it up a little bit. No. Why not? Because then I can't say it. All right, whatever. Okay. I'll say I'll say you. I said I see, I say. All right, anyways. You need to work on your foghorn. No, I can do a, a decent... Nah, I'm not going to do it in the air right now. Because I, I have to listen to... I, <laughs> I'm going to do it in the air right now because I'm sure it's going to come out sounding really racist somehow. <laughs> I'll say it off. No, I, I can... Wait, what? how is that racist? Who's that racist against? I'm just saying that no matter what... Is that racist do, against roosters? I'm just saying that no matter what you do, you're going to throw out an accent and the accent's going to be wrong and it's going to just sound awful. <laughs> sounding awful and racist are not the same. I'm saying you'll you'll pick the wrong... The wrong accent that will sound like. I mean, there's a couple of words I could say in that accent that would that would make it racist. Oh yeah. But me just doing those voices isn't gonna be, you know, the reason. You keep telling it for the season. Anyways, so uh, how have you been, Mike? I I feel like I haven't seen you as regularly as I have because you've been on two trips. Two trips. Two trips. Fucking two trip Tony over here. Yep. Um, most recently you were at. EMC World? The Dell EMC World. What? Like, I don't have to go into detail, but like, what? What? <laughs> it's uh, one of Dell's, Dell EMC, because Dell recently acquired or merged with EMC. One of their big, you know, showcase things. They show a bunch of like their products. There's a bunch of people talking about 
things. I didn't really go to any of those talks because I, if I was going to sit in there, I was going to learn nothing. It'd yeah. Be like people talking about things that are just above my level of intelligence. Um, there were a lot of, I wouldn't even call them consumer-grade products because I didn't see any consumer-grade products with the exception of a handful of laptops. It was mostly like storage systems and different kind of, a bunch of vendors um, kind of shilling their product that they can supply to your business. Okay. So it was basically like that episode of The Office when Jim, Michael, and I believe Dwight go to like the paper convention? Yeah, something like that. Okay. I just want to put it into like terms that other people can kind of can see. Shut up, Todd. He's, Todd, not friend of the show. He has, he has to get Liam, I don't know. Oh, I guess that's Todd. Yep. What was the group text? Um, one of the 17 group texts that are in all of our phones. Yep. I really wish that I could name the groups that have non-iPhone users. I didn't know that was a problem you guys had. I mean, it may be a thing that has been updated. I just haven't tried since then. But I just know at some point, which still may be at that point. I'm not going to look right now. Mm. But you can't rename group texts that have non-iPhone users. And I think part of it, I mean, actually, I have no idea why, but my dumb, you know, infantile brain right. is making a, maybe it's because, I don't know, like in that big text you're in right now, mm-hmm. where it gets all split up, maybe with some, for some reason, phones, it does that. Like, maybe some phones just can't do certain things, I don't know. So, well, like, I know it's an option in my phone to either... Because group messages, if you're not on an iPhone, iPhone does things through iMessage and, you know, they've got their own thing going. With the regular phones, a group message has to come in as an MMS, which is, what is it, Multi- multimedia uh, something. Multimedia... S- it, it doesn't matter. S-word. The point is... Multimedia shit. Whatever. The point is, you know, if your phone doesn't do those kind of messages, you can have it set up. So that way, group messages will just go out to individual people. Wait, is it S is is it SMS or is it MMS? SMS is a regular text message. Oh, MMS is, is multimedia. a multimedia. That's for like when you're sending pictures, videos, or in my fo- in certain cases, group messages. Huh. So, I mean, that might be the issue, or that might be connected to the issue in some way. I mean, the iPhone's looking for you know whatever to name group messages I don't know yeah I mean at the end of the day it's just I mean it's not really the, the end of the world I'd just be more cautious of who I'm actually talking to yeah but uh there's I have so many group texts that are like very similar groups of people where it's like maybe one or two people is different just because it's like in regards to different things like yeah. there's the overwatch text and mm-hmm. there's the passing controller text and then there's the uh I don't know me you and Dom text you know there's mm-hmm. like the multiple subtexts for all of the groups that we belong to. Yeah. Um, it makes it seem like you're really popular, but you're not. You're talking to the same eight nope. people. Same eight people, bunch of different threads. Very confusing. Yeah. Especially when I go the whole day, and if it's a day where I can, like, you know, I work for my car, so it's like I'm constantly driving from point A to point B, from point B to point Z, and until my day's over... And there's some days where it's like, all right, you know, I'm busy, so I'm not, like, checking my phone a bunch because I'm checking emails and doing other things and, and working. And then I'll like, look at my phone. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, there's like 80 text messages here. Yeah. And I can't sift through, you know, half of it pointless, maybe, like, three text messages that matter 
and then I don't know. Yeah, a lot of times if I don't respond, it's because my phone does a thing, and I I don't know if it's a thing or if it's it's literally what's happening is that it will at regular intervals just kind of go notification notification as if there's like no pause so it's almost as if it's just a stream of text rather than someone said something a reasonable delay someone replies to that thing it's just like bring 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 yeah. bring and it goes on for like 15 or 20 texts i'm like well i'm not gonna read any of this yeah doesn't concern me. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it does concern sometimes you. Sometimes it does concern me, and I just don't care. Well, to like what Dom pointed out earlier is what I typically do. If it's like a thing where either I need a response or it like is more directed towards certain people, that's when like later on I might just be like, all right, separate text to fucking me, you, and Dom. Like, blee blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's that. That's really fun. Seven minutes of talking about text messages. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so you were in Vegas for that. Yeah. You know, and it was not a. It, it wasn't a thing for. Non businesses. It was. It was for businesses. Pretty much. I don't remember. So my manager had told me to like look for like, where they're keeping where like they're showing like some of the newer like, you know, next gen stuff if you would, and I didn't see it. But then again, I didn't look at the map, and I felt like when I was walking around the showroom floor. I felt like I walked in the same path every single time. Like, I kept walking past the same people. And, like, the person would be like, oh, wait, I already gave you mints. I'm like, yeah, I know. I saw you already. And, like, I... Well, were there cosplayers? Were there people dressed as there was actually computers? No, no, no. I take that back. There were at least three <laughs> people dressed up as things. But those three people were uh, parts of booths. Maybe four. But the fourth one that I'm thinking of, I don't remember them being dressed up as a specific person so much as, like, they just had a costume on. Yeah. Okay. But yes, they were th- four people dressed up, but they were all part of booths. Yeah. Is that your first time in Vegas? Yes. And how was it? I've yet to go there ever, so I mean. Uh, it was all right. So let's see. I flew in there Monday night, and as soon as I got in, I went to my hotel. Uh huh. Which was the Hooters Hotel because Ooh. it was very inexpensive, and uh-huh. I needed to stay someplace. Did you have to pay for your hotel? I can expense it. I haven't done my expense report yet. Gotcha. I can expense it. So I flew in there Monday night. You know, I basically just like got in and went to sleep. Went to the convention the next day. Um, I feel like I was going somewhere with this. Oh, yeah, because that was the day that I mentioned. It's like, oh, I'm in Vegas, and Todd said to go to... A shake place. A shake place. So I like, I walked over there to that shake place, came back. But I, the way I went to the shake place, I didn't see a lot, because okay. basically, <clears throat> there's, there's the, um, the Las Vegas Strip where like all the shit's going down. Yeah. So I'm doing a bunch of gestures here, so Brendan can at least appreciate what I'm talking yeah. about. So no Mike, so Mike just drew a line on the table. Yeah. So there's a strip. <laughs> so there's a strip, and then here's Tropicana Ave, which is where my hotel was. So here's right. a strip, and then my hotel is over here. So rather than seeing all this stuff that was happening here, because the shake place was like somewhere over here, yeah, I like walked this way, and then down the street to the hotel that the shake place was at, and then I walked the same way back. On purpose? Because I couldn't figure out. I didn't feel like trying to figure out um, directions at the time. Like I initially, there was like a way to to walk through that was shorter. And yeah, I couldn't figure it out because my phone was like, "Go down this way." I'm like, "This is." This appears to be the driveway for a hotel. I don't think I can walk this way. Yeah. 
Um, but the next night, um, after the Gwen Stefani performance, I Wait, you went to a Gwen Stefani concert? Uh, no, Gwen Stefani was at the convention. She performed at the convention? Yes. Did you go to it? Yeah. Did you text that to any of us? I don't... I don't remember. I don't think right, I did. No, I just... Because I, I, now I'm like, did I not see those texts? No, I don't think I texted it. I don't okay. think I texted anybody there. No, I mean, it, even if you did, I mean, there's a possibility. Like, we literally just talked about text messages. Yeah. I may have missed it. I just wasn't... It I didn't know that It happened. would have been late, because she didn't come out until, like, 10. Because it was Andy Grammer and Gwen Stefani. Andy Was Gwen, uh, Bill Dinkle there? Uh, Brian Dinkleman? <laughs> no, he was not. Wait, did you look up his name? Is that it? No, I didn't look it up. I should probably look that up. Um... <laughs> But yeah, after Shout her, out to Brian Dinkelman, friend of the show. Friend of the show. The co-host of the first season of American Idol. Apparently no one else but me remembers that. Uh, that I mean, I don't think I've ever actually watched American Idol, so, I mean... Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I've seen clips of, like, I don't know, William Hung or something. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So anyway, after her performance, after the show was done, I decided to walk down the strip. <laughs> I was just gonna, like, try to do a William Hung impression... And then for multiple reasons yeah, stopped. Definitely. One of them being because I was gonna say I saw your face in Wow, which is from Hey Arnold. Wow. <laughs> you said Wow. All right, go. Yeah. Um, Do you know what I'm talking about from Hey Arnold? No, I don't remember it. They're like it's an episode of Hey Arnold where they're making fun of. I mean, this is a long time ago. I'm assuming they're making fun of like pop singers, mm-hmm. and it's like a, I think a Ricky Martin esque character, and it's just like. The lyrics are so dumb, and I'm not going to recite them here. Yeah, that's but it's like, I saw your face in WoW, and I'm not reciting the lyrics. Right then, I took a bow that we'd be together, girl, just you and me. That's the meaning of reality. I saw, I saw your face in WoW. All right, I hate myself. Wow. But those are the lyrics, and I remember them, apparently, very clearly. That was really good. <laughs> Shout out to Hey Arnold, friend of the show. We're gonna get a fucking season this is from Nickelodeon. They're like, you gotta take yeah. this episode down. Friend of the show and a whole a whole other program. Yeah, as a friend. Uh, yeah. So Wednesday, I'm, I'm gonna edit that up. That was yeah. so dumb. Yeah, please do. I'm not gonna, but yeah, I want so, to. Wednesday night, I walked down the strip just to kind of see what was going on there. Lots of lights. Very interesting place. Um, tried going to a Cinnabon. It was closed. I was really upset about that. Things close in Vegas. Well, it was like, when I was walking down the strip, there was like, one of the casinos just said like, inside, subway, um, you know, Cinnabon. I'm like, oh, Cinnabon. So like, I decided to walk and I was like, here we go. And I got to like the back of the casino and all those stores that they mentioned were closed. The casino itself was open. It's just that those things were closed. I didn't know. I mean, I'm sure things closed in that area, so you but don't, I'm just confused. You like, don't look at Snapchat. Because a lot of these things, like I saw. Oh, I deleted like, Snapchat on yeah. my phone. Um, a lot of these things I saw, like, I sent pictures of, so let me see if I took a picture of this, because, like, I saw this, God, I hope I have a picture of it. I, like, re-downloaded Snapchat recently for literally because, like, I saw someone post something with a filter, and I was like, I want to see what it looked like, and I did it, and then I was like, alright, I'm deleting this again, because why do I fucking have this? Um, because I literally, like, I just, I don't need another form of social media that I have to check. Snapchat just doesn't do it for me. I think it just might be the function of I mean, Snapchat itself. It wasn't itself. this one, but there was. A... It might just be this function of Snapchat itself because they added live stories to. Yep. Well, now it's on Facebook too, but Instagram has a Snapchat esque feature yep. that I, again, I just don't have any interest in. 
Coca Cola something or other. I'm not really sure what's going dope. on there. But the like there was like all these fast food restaurants were like together and it just looked it was like all bright and fancy looking like that. There's no reason for McDonald's and Chipotle and Walgreens to all be together like this and then have like these big neon signs Wait, and this big glass. You said fast food. You said I said Walgreens, Walgreens at the end. Okay. Walgreens was a part of it, but I couldn't remember what else was there. I remember those three specifically. I think Subway was there too. So it was basically like the fancy neon light version of Fast Food Alley. Yeah. Basically. Okay. That's I mean that's um, kinda cool. For me, like, I don't really fucking care about those type of adult activities. Like, I could yeah. really fucking care less about strip clubs, you know, or really gambling, or... I didn't gamble at all. Alcohol. Like I, like, I don't know. All that stuff is, like, not... Like, I'm not... Like, some people... Which is fine if you are these people, but, like, some people are, like, all about that. And, like, that's cool. If, like, that's what you want to do, like, I don't have a problem with that. But it just doesn't appeal to me. But I think the thing that would appeal to me about Vegas would be, like, the... I'd like to see, like, all these crazy neons and, like, yeah. you know, ridiculous-looking things. Like, that's the stuff that I think I would enjoy probably the most about Vegas would be seeing, like, elaborate, you know, neon McDonald's signs, as dumb as that sounds. Yeah. So, also, when I was walking down, there's a whole bunch of advertisement happening from, like, just, you know, regular people walking around and stuff. So, like, um, I heard a bunch of guys, like, advertising strip clubs, like, hey, you know, come down to the strip club, blah, blah, blah. Um, Every time I'd walk, like, every block or so, there'd be, like, a person who would slap these, like, set of cards like that and then hand his hand out like that. And I watched most people, like, not take the cards. It's like, all right, I'm going to take these cards. Pick them up. They're all escorts. I was like, oh, okay. So this is how they advertise escorts. That's kind of cool. Um, I noticed <laughs> every cool. I noticed every once in a while um, when I would walk by, someone would say, like, someone would be like, kush, kush, kush. I was like, all right, so this guy thinks I'm going to buy weed because I'm still wearing this stupid Dell hat that I wore at the Gwen Stefani concert. Um, there was, um, oh, you don't look at my Twitter, do you? Uh, sometimes. I haven't recently. Okay. I'm not from your show. I, ha- I have to find exactly the, the verbiage because I had walked by um, somebody talking to, like, a group of women. And I may I, have actually seen this, but find it, because now I need, <clears throat> I need to know for sure. And I heard him say this to them, and I, like, started laughing. I think he, I think he started laughing because, um, I was laughing at him say it. He was like, ladies, magic, he said, ladies, magic Mike show for Mother's Day, swinging dicks all night long, and I started cracking up. That's pretty uh, great. I did see that. And then, um, so, I just want to throw this part out here, because I think this is, this is funny to me. Um, so I'd walked from the place, the, the convention was at the Sands Expo Center, which is connected to the Venetian. I'm saying these names because I imagine, let's say hypothetically, someone's listening to this and they are, which fam- people do listen and they are familiar with the Vegas, like, yeah, you know, I feel like, I feel geography. like, yeah, I feel like people so I can put people in Vegas know that shit, yeah. So my hotel, the Hooters Hotel was on, uh, Tropicana Ave, which is, According to Google Maps, a 40-minute walk from where the convention was. So I walked 40 minutes. You down. walked 40 minutes? Yeah, I walked 40 minutes down, uh, you know, the Las Vegas Strip. Uh, I guess that's, like, a cool place to walk. Yeah, it's a cool place to walk. It was, like, nice weather. It wasn't bad. Um, so when I get close to my hotel... So my hotel is actually across the, street, across the street from the MGM Grand Hotel. Okay. And I think there's a hotel called, like, New York, New York and Excalibur, whatever. So I'm, like, 
I got to that area basically, and because the way this the strip is set up, rather than actually having like people like press buttons and do crosswalks to go across a very busy street that have like bridges and stuff, and the bridge that would take me directly across the street to my hotel was out of order, so I had to take a bridge across the other way, then across again, then across again. Jesus. Um, so while I'm in the middle of doing all this, because I just got to like, so the concert ended at like, you know, 10.30 something, maybe 11 o'clock, so 40 yeah. minute. Um, while I'm doing this little traversing back to my hotel, I get a notification on my phone that says my plane has departed. And I, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. As it turns out, I had actually booked my flight for that night, and I didn't realize it. I kept thinking that I was flying out Thursday night, oh, but shit. really, I was supposed to be flying out Wednesday night. So what happened? I had to book myself another fucking flight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So do you, do you get screwed there? or I'm going to expense and see what happens. All right. Oh, no. Hopefully no one from your work is listening to this. Oh, I already told him. I, oh. My manager like texted me like the next morning. He's like, so you're flying back today, right? I'm like, actually... It turns out I was supposed to be flying back last night. I'm flying back this morning. I'm flying back tonight instead. So I told him that. I was like, all right. Did anyone else from your job go or just you? So when I mentioned it before, I mentioned to like a handful of people at work, someone said that uh, basically my, I think my director or my vice president and then another director and vice president for my job were going I didn't see them there and it's quite possible that they just didn't go or yeah. they just went there and it's like we're not actually going to go to the convention because you know they probably got their tickets for free and they're just like we're just going to go to Vegas but I don't know it's not bad so I, all that was you know stuff I wanted to bring up but it was all leading up to a specific thing I wanted to bring up which was of all of us, you are now the first one to, like, take the switch on a trip. Oh, yeah, I did. So, did you just bring only Mario Kart? I, so, my case holds... All my, the games? Yeah, so I brought all of them. But did you play anything besides Mario Kart? I, I mean, I don't really expect you to. Did you play on the plane? Did I play on the plane? I don't think I played it on the plane. I think just because... Isn't it like a six-hour flight? Five-hour five hour flight? flight, yeah. There was TV... So, let's see. When I flew there, it was five hours, and I must have watched TV for most of it, because it was a JetBlue flight, so I had a TV. Um, hmm. I think I watched TV. And then the flight back, it was a red-eye flight, so I flew back... And fell asleep. I tried to fall asleep. Um, I flew back. It was like 11.58 was my flight. Okay. 11.58 p.m., which means I landed here at 8 a.m. Jesus Christ. Who picked you up? No, when I took the train back. Fucking call me. I took the train back, and then I took an Uber from the train to my house. And you had to go to work the next day? I didn't have to. But you just did? I don't... I, I went back, and my manager was, like, asking about it. I'm like, oh, no, you know, it was a five-hour trip. I left last night at, at 11, uh, like, midnight. He's like, so shouldn't you have gotten here at 5 a.m.? I'm like, no, Vegas is three hours behind. I lost three hours. I landed here at 8 a.m. He's like, oh, wow. I'm like, yep. And then I just went about my day. Jesus. You weren't exhausted? Um, I tried taking some naps. Not really naps, but like, I, by the end of the day, I was like exhausted. But yeah. I was somehow sort of alive. So did you not, did you play, did you use your Switch at all on the trip? Yes. I definitely played it at the hotel. And so, <clears throat> here's the other funny thing that happened. 
Did you so? Did you to interrupt real quick mm-hmm. when you were playing? Did you play like handheld mode or take the Joy Cons off and put them in something? I didn't bring like the Joy Con grips or anything, so I just played it handheld mode like that. Oh, okay, so then when you were playing two player with the escort that you hired from the cards that were handed out, yeah, did you flip it sideways and each have a Joy Con? She didn't get to play. She had to do her job, and I played. <laughs> Um, that, that was, I really wanted to build up to that. Yeah, that was stupid. Great. I'm sorry to um, everyone. You made me lose my train of thought. I'm glad you went with it, though. Um, well, now I don't even feel like talking about it. No, tell it. Well, basically what I was getting at was... I guess it still kind of fits. So, like I'd mentioned, I had missed my flight, and I had to rebook a new flight. Yeah. Um, so I was sitting in my hotel Thursday. I didn't feel like... I didn't feel like going down to the convention center for the third for the last day because I was like whatever nothing I don't think anything else was really happening the yeah the showroom floor was like closed where all like the stuff was happening uh-huh um, so I just kind of stayed in my hotel and I got eventually got hungry and I ordered room service and I had only asked for like food because I knew there was a vending machine like literally right outside of my door uh-huh so I go out to go get my food get my drink from the vending machine. And the guy with the room service happened to come at the same time. And he gives me my food. I'm like, no, he didn't give me my food. He like goes up the door. I'm like, oh, I think that's for me. And he's like, oh, yeah? I'm like, I take my key card. I go in. The door won't open. I was like, huh, this isn't working. All right, I'm inside for the food. I'll go downstairs and talk to them and figure out why my key is not working. Um, so what happened was I must have booked. I must have also set myself up to be checked out that day because <laughs> oh my, my flight was the last night. God damn it, Mike. So... <clears throat> I think they automatically checked me out at 11 a.m., I think. Yeah. And I just didn't realize it because I had never left my room. So I got myself re-checked in for, like, an extent for a little bit longer. So basically I would leave at 5, which means at 5 o'clock I got my Uber and I went to the airport. Airport, yeah. Which means between 5 and 11 p.m., 11, basically midnight, I had nothing to do. I was just sitting in the, in the airport. Which is when I took my Switch out and started playing Mario Kart again. That's uh, what I was getting at. You should have fucking messaged me because I would have hopped on. I would have to figure out it. I mean, I guess they had Wi-Fi at the airport. Yeah, they absolutely do. Um, yeah, probably. It would have been, like I said, I, I went there at like 5 p.m., which would have been 8 for us. On Thursday? Thursday night, yeah. I would have fucking... I would have I I whooped your fucking booty real quick. So... The only time you really played was in the airport on the way back? Airport on the way back, probably at the airport before, when I was in Boston, when I was still in Logan. Was this your first time playing Mario Kart 8 in handheld mode? No, I've definitely done it inside the house before. Okay. Because I think after Todd had complained about, like... The hand thing? hand thing, I was like, I, I tried it out, like, I think when we were playing Overwatch. Yeah. I took it, I was like, man, I'm gonna play some. I mean, I've been slowly playing Mario Kart now I've like there was a brief period where I was like every night laying in bed playing Zelda for fucking hours right um past mm, two weeks or so it's been a lot less I've just been like you know busy sleeping or you know playing Overwatch way too late in the night where when I'm done playing Overwatch I'm like I gotta go to fucking bed and not play Zelda for another two hours but uh the past the past week or so, week and a half, I've been finally diving into Mario Kart, and that was the first thing. And I was like, you know, let me see, like, you know, Todd's complaining about his hands. Let me see if you know my hands feel the same way. And I haven't felt any like whatever. I will say this that 
it's like still so ridiculous that like I love the 3DS like 3DS is great and we've been playing portable games for you know since we were kids yeah. the Game Boy up until now and you know I've never ever felt like like for the most part at least on Nintendo's portable gaming systems the games that you're playing on them for the most part I'd probably say like easily easily 80% of the time those are games that are like created for that platform so it's not like a port or like has weird controls like it it's made in the mindset of like no you're gonna be using the specific inputs of that machine whether it's you know the dual screens on the ds or the 3ds or you know the two plus buttons of like a game boy or gba um so the, the the games are always created in that mindful way where it's like the gameplay and the controls are gonna match the system you're using so i've never ever felt like for the most part like I'm playing a lesser game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I still feel like there's plenty of really solid experiences to be had on all of those platforms. And I still feel that way. I still feel like the 3DS has an enormous, you know, beautiful library of games. I, I still stand by that currently the 3DS, in my opinion, is one of the best consoles you can own. It's It has, at this point, so many games for it. And, like, amazing games. Like, in remastered ports, like, you know... Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, which are two of the best games ever made. Um, so 3DS is fantastic. But now that I'm playing Mario Kart 8, which is, you know, I was doing this with Zelda, felt the same way, and now Mario Kart 8's giving the same feeling of, I'm playing, like, a fucking, like, robust game. Like, a game that I would normally be locked into my TV playing. That feeling, I hope that feeling stays every time I pl- get a new game for the Switch. Because it's like, an incredible feeling. Like, when I... Like, past couple nights especially when I've been laying in bed playing Mario Kart, I'm, like, blown away. Then I'm like, yo, I just fucking finished another cup. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sitting here, like, playing a cup. And it, it kind of made me think about the Wii U. How it had some of these similar ideas where it's like, yeah, it's a tablet in certain games you can play, you know, on your fucking controller. Which was cool. It was a cool idea. It could have been done a little bit better. But then I would think, like, in the Wii U days, if I was playing a game that I could also play on the tablet, I couldn't fucking play it in my bedroom. It was too far away. And it's like, if I wanted to, I could fucking take the Switch to Vegas and not worry about being near a TV. I don't know. It's like a weird thing. It's like a small thing, I guess. I don't think it's a... It's it's not a big deal. But at the same time, I feel like it's a fucking big deal. Yeah. What I want to try to do... So, I knew it was a five-hour flight. I thought this would have been the time. I was so sure this would be the time, and it, it ended up not being the time. Um, <clears throat> I knew it was going to be a long flight. Yep. I brought my Switch. I brought my 3DS. Uh-huh. I brought my Vita. I brought a fucking Kindle. I was like, I'm ready. I'm, I like spent the time fucking watching TV. Yeah. Except, no, actually, I did read my Kindle for... a a good period of time, both at the airport and when I was on the plane. Um, but what I had wanted to do was, because I brought a bunch of my 3DS games, was just compare what it felt like to play Mario Kart 7 on my 3DS compared Ooh. to Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on my Switch. Just to just to really kind of finesse out what makes it feel different yeah. in terms of 
I'm gonna do that soon because that's actually I haven't even thought about doing something like that because again like I I feel like for the most part a lot of 3ds games are created with the mindfulness of like this is a different type of machine than you sitting in front of your TV or your you know PC monitor yeah. but a game like Mario Kart 7 which you know finds it's extremely similar to a console Mario Kart that would be an interesting comparison to do because like right now currently currently I'm switching between Four games that I'm playing. Overwatch, obviously, because I have a problem. Uh, Zelda. So, five games. Wait, one, two, three, oh, five. I don't know, I can't count. Four or five games. I'm, I'm trying to make a point, and I'm, like, yeah. debating irrelevant You're, you're like, trying to count a yeah. very small number. It, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm a person. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, so, Overwatch, Zelda, Mario Kart 8, so four games. Um... You could just list out the games and we would have a number. That is also true. But I'm like scat for some I don't know, I'm like anyways. Yeah. Too much fucking soda? I don't know. What'd you do to me, Mike? Mind you, he did not edit any of this. That's just how he sounds. Yeah, that's how I sound on a on a regular basis. I'm also an English major. Makes sense of that. Mm. So Zelda, Mario Kart, Overwatch, and Shovel Knight. Okay. Shovel Knight I'm playing on my three DS. So, like, there was, when the Switch first came out, because I always had the 3DS next to my bed, and prior to the Switch, you know, and for the past, I don't even know, two years at least, I would regularly play on my 3DS, you know, at night, you know, whether it's Pokemon Sun and Moon, or uh, Fire Emblem, or some other game that I'm enjoying, you know, it's just a good space for me to play it. For me, like, if I'm going to play games and I'm home... Most of the time, I'm just going to play something on my TV, whether it was at this time the Wii U or the Xbox. Um, you know, I typically wouldn't play my 3D. I wouldn't, like, reach for my 3DS if I was still up, like, in front of my TV. I would just play something on my Switch or whatever. Yeah. I play a home console, not a portable console. But bedtime would be like, the all right, like, you know, I'm in bed. I'm not ready to go to bed yet. I could do nothing productive on my phone or I could fucking, you know, play some 3DS games. So, like, bedtime was, like, 3DS time for me. So, when the Switch came out, bedtime instantly turned to Switch time. But it was also, like, Switch time was also couch time. So, I was, like, Switch time here, Switch time there. Um, but, yeah, so I haven't touched my... I didn't really touch my 3DS when the Switch came out. You know, it's been out for... A month and a half now? No, two months. Two months. Almost two and a half months. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've been... Prior to updating Shovel Knight to get uh, Spectre of Torment, I haven't really touched my 3DS for anything. But it's been next to my bed. But when Spectre of Torment, you know, got released, I was like, alright, perfect. I, you know, I want to play this game for multiple reasons. Shout out to the Shovel Knight devils. Cool dudes. They're on last week's episode of the podcast. If you, for some reason, didn't see that, listen to episode 31. Last week's? Uh, well, when this gets posted, it'll be... Okay. Well, last week, or the last episode. The last episode. The previous episode to this episode. But, uh, I don't even know what the fuck point. I, I'm, like, so scatterbrained right now. What is happening to me? Too many lattes. Or not enough lattes. I did have two lattes today. Yeah. I did have a latte prior to... Like, literally, I was still drinking a latte when Dom was with me. Mm. So I, like, very recently had a, too many shots for espresso. 
Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of talking like either Rick or Morty, where I'm like kind of uh, like. Let's be honest, you're talking like a Gilmore girl. God damn it, Mike. When you're right, you're right. Um, I literally don't know what the fuck I'm even trying to say right now. Oh, no, I know, I know. So I'm touch my 3DS, and we're talking way too much about things I want to talk about other things today. But I was not worried. Like Todd, for instance. He's like, I don't think I'll ever touch my 3DS again now that I have a Switch. I never felt that way, but I was a little hesitant to be like, you know... I mean, I have these games that I want to play right now on both, but it's like, it, the Switch is taking a present for obvious reasons. But Shovel Knight came out, I'm like, alright, let me give this a shot. Like, I really want to give it a shot. I have had, like, I've listened to some of the other, like, you know, people in the industry that I follow, whether it be, you know, things on the internet or podcasts or whatever, other people that I follow in the industry, they all feel, not all of them, but most of them kind of have like a, a thing right now where it's like, yeah, I don't really want to downgrade to the 3DS. I don't want to downgrade. Um, I picked up my 3DS the other day and I felt like I was playing a downgrade. And I'm like, ah, I don't feel that way. And granted, I'm playing Shovel Knight, which is a game that fits very well on a portable platform because it's, you know, not a lot of inputs, I guess, control inputs. So oh. that would make it easy for... Not a, graphically intensive. And not graphically intensive. So, you know, there's those things that work well on a portable First of all, the game's fantastic, and second of all, I just haven't had any any qualms about it. And I've there've been nights where I've of the two, I've chosen to pick up my 3DS and play fucking Shovel Knight. Again, I could also just download Shovel Knight on my Switch, and that would be fine too. But I already own it there, and I don't need to buy it a fourth time since I already own it thrice. Mm. But so is that, and I guess I kind of want to get back to Mario Kart real quick, where I fucking love it. I really do. I feel like we barely touched on it. In the past couple episodes? Yeah, barely. We, like, brought it up very briefly at the end of one of the episodes. But are, are you feeling, like, the same, like... Do you just fucking love it? I do. And what I'm really... What I really enjoy... I've only done it once so far. Was, like, bring it somewhere, like, hey, you want to play some Mario Kart real quick? You've like, done that? Yeah, I, br- I brought with to me work? When, I, when, I went to, uh, when I went to North Carolina. I played with my co-worker. Nice. Just, like, where? Like, in a hotel, or...? No, at, at the office. <laughs> I didn't fucking get anything. <laughs> 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 I was like, hey, I got my, hey, I'm leaving today. You want to play some Mario Kart real quick? He's like, all right, let's do this. That's fucking awesome. Did you play it in... So, it was in kickstand mode? Kickstand mode, we each had a Joy-Con. How did you feel playing with the Joy-Cons? Fine, it, or...? It was fine, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Drifting and everything? Yeah, I managed Did you have the, the bumpers, or no? I didn't have the bumpers. Or whatever they're called, the... I don't know, the wrist straps. I don't think they have... I think they have a name. I just don't know what the fuck they're called. I think... Yeah, I think... I thought they were called bumpers. Yeah, oh, then maybe they are called bumpers. Maybe that's why I said bumpers. I didn't, I didn't bring them with me, so I just had the Joy-Cons like that. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's that's pretty sweet. I, I'm i like a weirdo when it comes to my electronics, so I'm... I don't foresee me taking the Switch out of my house much. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe for sp- specific designated trips. Like, if I'm going on a trip somewhere, I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Play this on a plane, play this in the, you know, in the hotel, whatever. Which I've already done, actually, because when I went to that wedding, when the Switch came out, I played in the hotel for two days, which was fucking amazing. But, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I love it. It's yeah. great. But it's cool to, to hear that, because I, I, I'm curious to just see how that feels. Like, to, to be somewhere and be like, yeah, let's fucking throw it down real quick in fucking Mario Kart. Did you feel like... 
I don't know, I guess, I guess give your... Did the screen feel small to you while you are playing, or did it just not even matter? No, because, you know, we were... Like, you know, imagine this was like the desk, except it was a little bit higher, and we were sitting on chairs. It was like right here in front and of us. And it was us. fine. It was fine. I can't wait. Like, I, I, I can't wait for them to pour it over Smash. Because you know they're going to. Yeah, most likely. That's going to be fucking dope to just be like, here we go. Bang, we're done. 1v1 me, bro. Let's go. That's, I think that's another game I'd want to compare. Smash 3DS versus any version of Smash. I mean, I feel like that's already a... You can already do that with the current... Yeah, but I feel like without even having to try it, mm. like, to do it side by side, I would choose console Smash over 3DS Smash. I love the ability to play 3DS Smash, but at least for us, because of the way we treat Smash, like, what Smash is to us, well, we play, you know, we're not good, I mean, we're okay, but we play it pretty seriously you know what i mean mm -hmm. so just the fact that you know the joystick on 3ds isn't isn't the right tool i'd want for smash you know what i yeah. mean it's the same reason why we all still play smash with gamecube controllers because it works really well though i will say the more that i use the switch pro controller mm -hmm. i'm fucking down for smash with that guy yeah. I'm fine with it. That would be that'd be okay. Yeah. The only thing that is worrying me though is and this is I didn't know this was a thing. Actually I don't, I, I believe the Pro Controller is also like this. So like the GameCube controller, the triggers, mm -hmm. they're they like if you there's a way there's a word to describe this, I just can't think of it right now. But when you're like pressing it down, mm -hmm. you know, you can, like, press it lightly and it responds to that. You can press yeah. it forcefully in response to that. Mm -hmm. The switches, the triggers are not like that. Yeah. So the shield would act You could do a light shield and you could do, like, the hard shield. You that. can't do that on Smash. You wouldn't be able to do that on the Switch because yeah. the triggers are not the same. like that. Unless they, which, I mean, it's Nintendo, so, that, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they did release another controller, you know, with mm -hmm. that upgrade. Very weird that they didn't do that. I don't know why. It's very odd. I feel like every controller now has that. Oh, the light. It has a it has a fucking name and it's pissing me off. Not responsive triggers. It has a name. I'm gonna be so mad when I when I when we end the show and I fucking know it. Um, what the fuck is it called? I don't know. Anyways, I'm, so it, it's boring for me to. I'm like I have a problem tonight. Yeah. I'm. It's like jittery. I think I just have too much in my brains floating around right now. That I just like want to. I want to get out. I want to get out. Well, it's also we're forty minutes in, and all of the things that I like intended on talking about tonight, we haven't talked about any of them oh, besides well. Mario Kart and your trip. But yeah, I, I guess to 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 wrap things up on Mario Kart, I'm still fucking loving it. Like it's fantastic. It's great. Like I, when it got announced, I was totally fine with it because again, this is a fantastic Mario game, Mario game, Mario Kart game. Easily, would you say it's the best Mario Kart game ever? Because I would. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to go through pretty much most of the ones I played because I think I didn't play the Super Nintendo version, but I think I played N sixty four. Did I play Double Dash? I played Double Dash lightly. I didn't have it. I must have played it over Donald's house. Um, Double Dash was fantastic. I don't. I think if I had to. Oh, there's one for the Game Boy Advance, and I also didn't play that there one. There is Super Circuit, I believe it's called. Okay. It's okay. All right, so 
I probably didn't play as many of them as I thought I did. But the point is, out of the ones I played, I've probably enjoyed it the most. I mean, I would honestly... I mean, the Super Nintendo Mario Kart, which is the first one, is a great game. But, I mean, has it aged well? I mean, it's okay. If you're going to compare it to the rest of the series, I mean, it clearly cre- It was the beginning of a great series. Compared uh, to everything else now that follows it in the same series, I mean, it's not at the bottom, but it's not at the top. Yeah. There's slight sidebar because kind of falling back on our text message conversation. So did you ever watch the video game Donkey Mario Kart video? No. I, I sent it to the group at some point, and I, since there was no response, I imagine either you didn't watch it or nobody watched it. I was like, yeah, whatever. Oh, wait. Things- no, I did watch it. Okay. This is my Waluigi <laughs> secret passageway. I'll watch it again after this because it's fucking great. Okay, I'm just throwing that out there. All right, back to Mario Kart. Being yeah, I think I think I'd have to. I would. I think I would definitively say that Mario Kart Eight Deluxe is the best Mario Kart game and easily the best kart game. Air quotes. Yeah, I mean it's definitely better than the original Mario Kart Eight just because of the the additions they put onto it. Yeah, I mean it's and I, I think mean, that one was already like. Really good as it was. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, Mario Kart Eight. You know, the the original version for Wii U is also a great game. But I mean, Deluxe has the few things minus the still somewhat kind of broken internet. Um, but that's just a Nintendo in general issue, not just Mario Kart thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd probably put that. I'd probably then follow it up with sixty four. I love sixty four. I mean, it could just be a nostalgia thing there. But I also think that was a solid game. Um, and then I'd have to play Mario Kart Wii again, because I haven't played that in a very long oh, time. Yeah, I forgot but I don't think one. it was that good. I don't remember. I don't. I know I played it at your house, and I know I used the steering wheel, and I know I used the motorcycle. That was I just... I'd, I'd have to play it again to give a really fair beat on it, but I just... I don't think it's... I, didn't th- I don't think it's that good of a game. Um, I, I like the Mario Kart DS. Mario Kart DS was fucking solid... I still I think I'd put seven over it, which is just I mean a a better, a better version. Yeah. Um. So it it would probably go for me. MK8 Deluxe, sixty four. Now, when you're putting MK MK8 Deluxe on a list, does that mean are you just counting that for both of them, or are you just? Yeah, I mean, there's it's, no point in like ranking the other one after that. Yeah, I mean, it, of of the two Mario Kart eights, Deluxe is clearly the superior version. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if if I really have to put them both on the list, then the list would, I guess, technically go Deluxe 864. But I'm just going to take the Wii U version out because it's, it's the almost the same game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would, go, I would go Deluxe, 8 Deluxe, 64. I think I would put Mario Kart 7 next because that was a good game. I played a lot of that, the 3DS... Mario Kart was a good fucking Mario Kart. And then I think I'd put Double Dash. And then everything else after that, I mean, does it, does it really need to rank them? I don't know. Like, I don't know where we the Wii version would fall because I don't remember it that well, which makes me think right now that it probably wasn't that good of a game if I don't really have fond memories. Like, some Mario Kart games I have super fond memories of because it's fucking Mario Kart. Um, but yeah, I mean, Mario Kart 8, when it was on the Wii U, was so great and... I wish it had more legs in our group of friends, but it was like not everyone had a Wii U. The internet 
was garbage and I don't know it just it was on the Wii U that was the problem was on the Wii U so hopefully the Switch version sticks around for a while because it's fucking great and I wouldn't honestly I wouldn't hate if they added more DLC I really wouldn't hate that I I mean, unless I get really into the online scene, at some point I will, you know, I will, I will be satisfied with whatever like star rating I get for like the cups because I'm trying to do twenty two hundred cc and it's pissing the shit out of me. Um, I did a two hundred cc last two nights ago and I got gold, bitch. I mean, I can I can get gold. It's just I'm trying to get the three stars. And oh yeah, I didn't get three stars. I didn't come in first in all the races. Yeah, I think... Oh, boy. D- is there anything you unlock you for doing me. that? I, Gold, I Gold, I Mario, Gold Mario... Gold come. Mario's in the game. He's I don't the know only how, unlockable character. I don't know where you get him from. I don't know It how might just be gold him. cupping everything? I don't know. Maybe. That'd be... That's the that's the one thing that I'm not sure if I'm going to do. And I keep saying I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. But then I'll go to bed. And, I, and probably tonight, now that we're talking about it for fucking ever... I'm probably gonna gold a cup. Every time I'm at work and I see something about Mario Kart 8, I'm like, I, w- I wish I brought my Switch with me. I can just yeah. get out a cup real quick. It's so good. And to wrap this up, I keep saying to wrap up Mario Kart. We keep fucking talking about Mario Kart. But we really really will wrap up after this. Is uh, When the game was announced and it was like getting close to coming out, and I was like, yeah, it'll be great to play this game. It'll be a great Switch game. It makes sense on the Switch. Where, like you just clearly said, you know, I brought it to work, busted it up, me and my buddy, co-worker, banged it out, like, played a, played a couple rounds. That's fucking awesome. That's a great use of the Switch. That really showcases the power of the Switch. That's fucking phenomenal. That's a cool little, you know, game to be in the archive for the Switch. So for, you know, a majority of that time frame before the game came out, I was like, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to get this. It's Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart. But I didn't think it would be like a thing where I'd be like, you know, I gotta play this. And when it came out, when I bought it, I didn't play it right away because I was still Zelda Overwatch, Zelda Overwatch, Shovel Knight 2. And uh, then the night that I broke the seal, and I think that was the night that I played with you guys online. Mm-hmm. At, since then, it's been like, phew, I got the fucking itch. Like like I like I just said, I'll go, I'll go to bed and I'll be like, you know what, I'll just I'll play a cup real quick. Why not? I'll play a cup. Because that was the other thing. I was like, I'm, I don't feel like, like... Part of me is glad that they pretty much just unlocked everything for you in this version. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know... I'm sure people who didn't play 8 originally might be a little saddened by it. But at the same time, it's like, now, you know, everything's just there. You can just have a fucking blast. Um, so I was glad at first they did that. So I was like, oh great, I don't have to fucking worry about unlocking shit again to get everything. Besides the car parts. Um... But I'm playing in bed, and I'm like, yeah, I, I would fucking beat all these cups again. Why not? I mean, I probably won't. I probably won't go fifty, hundred, one fifty. No, well, I'm probably just to. gonna go two hundred and, and call it a day. Like I, if you do, don't like, get me wrong. MK8 on the Wii U, I got fucking gold cups on every yeah, yeah. CC. Well, but, so including if, mirror, bitch, get at me. Like for instance, the first thing I did was I played one fifty CC, and whatever you get, I did start on one fifty CC. Whatever you get. At the end of that, it just it counts for anything be- below that. So if oh, I, it does? Okay, so cool. So then I do have gold. Okay, all right, cool. So, like, yeah, if I get three-star, you know, mushroom cup in 150cc, then I have three-star for that cup. In gotcha. 50 and 100. The below ones, cool. All right, well, let's move on from this 
for now, since this is now the Mario Kart episode, apparently. Yeah. But we did talk about other things for like half an hour. I just don't know what they were at this point, because Mario Kart, I'm like legitimately, I want to play you in Mario Kart right now. Okay. Uh, we might have to bang out a fucking quick round. I didn't put my wheels. Uh, oh, you, did you have you used the wheels yet? I haven't used them. All right, we have to stop talking about Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Do this another episode. Uh, so, Sonic Forces. Is that the one where you can create your own character? Yes. Okay. I haven't watched the thing for it yet. I just know that it exists. So, I think it got announced today. So, basically, this year for Sonic, we're going to get Sonic Mania, which looks phenomenal. Mm. And we're going to get Sonic Forces, which we'll see. Of the two currently, I would easily say I'm much more excited about Sonic Mania. Figured. I mean... For a lot of reasons. Sonic Forces. When I was thinking about this today, and I saw that get, you know, announced, like, you can create your own character. Cool. And I'm thinking about it, and it's like, what's the problem with 3D Sonic games? Is the thing that I'm missing from a 3D Sonic game making my own character is that what's been making all of these 3d sonic games bad like is that the thing that they needed to work on like i get it it's cool i have no problems with that being in the game but it's like is that the thing that we were missing i don't get it like why why here's what they clearly can't figure out sonic in a 3d space Mm -hmm. like that's a struggle for them is working on a customizable thing like I read into it. Did you read into it? No. It's like there's nine different types of animals you can be. Oh, I saw that much at least. It's like, you know, he- hedgehog, were- werewolf, bunny, bunny dog, yep. cat, and they all have different abilities. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm fine with that stuff being in the game, but if you're spending, all, I'm assuming, a decent amount of time crafting this whole system and, you know, all of these different abilities that work with different characters... I'm sure that's not just a bang, 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 we're done, like, easy thing. I'm sure that takes some time and effort. Is that what we need you to focus on for a 3D Sonic game? I don't know. I, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just aggravated. Maybe I'm frustrated with all of the bad 3D Sonic games I've played. But that announcement doesn't make me excited for the game. Here's what I'll say, because, again, I only glimpsed at this recently, and I saw, like... When I was looking at it and I like started looking at the comments on the article, someone brought up, well, it wasn't even that. It's like, as soon as I saw it, the first thing I thought of was like, um, I will say, what's his name? So like, there is like this thing online of a, a made up Sonic character called like Cold, Cold Steel the Hedgehog, which <laughs> to our, our listener, whatever, <laughs> is probably familiar with. It's like a parody of like this. Well, we already know what some of our listeners are like. Sonic fucking yeah. All so they're, then they, so they're going to be listening to this part. Then they definitely know about this made up character. That if you haven't seen it, I will show it to you afterwards. But like okay. it's like a it's like a parody of what seems to be really popular online. Again, from what I've gleaned, is like a lot of people like making their own Sonic character. Okay. Already, so I guess that's what this game is is kind of marketed towards. Like which is cool. A, that, I mean, 
I mean, granted, those people probably are like Sonic fanatics, and they're they are to Sonic what you are to like a lot of Nintendo games. Like they're just gonna they're gonna eat it up regardless. Which, if that's the case, and if that's why Sega is choosing to do that, mm-hmm. that's fucking awesome. That's cool that they're like noticing a, you know, whether it be a large category or even just a subcategory of their fan base. They're noticing something like that, and they're like doing something cool for those people. That's fucking awesome. Like that's great. That's like. Hats off to for to Sega for that. That's fucking cool. Like I'm all about that. I'm down with that. I wish more game companies would listen to their fan base. Some do, most don't. That's cool. But again, from what we've seen of the game so far, I didn't see any of the game. That's so. That's what I'll say about that. I I don't think we've seen much of the game. There's been some like teasers. There's been some stuff that doesn't show any gameplay. But there has been a little bit of gameplay here and there. And again. I'm cool with you adding new features, doing these things, taking chances, doing, making, you know, I'm cool with all that. But at the end of the day, let's look back at your track record for Sega game, for Sonic games, for the past, I don't know, six, ten years? Like, let's just, let's just name a few, and you stop me when we get to a good game. Okay. Sonic Colors. Okay. Uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings. Uh, Sonic Black Knight. Uh, Shadow the Hedgehog. Um, I don't know. This I'm. I'm sure. What was the werewolf one? Sonic Unleashed. Uh, I think so. Uh, Sonic Generations. Was Sonic Boom a show? Or was that a game? <sighs> Both Sonic Boom. There was like two of them. There was. I think there was the Rise of Lyric and Fire and Ice. Mm-hmm. You think I don't know shit about Sonic? Yes, again. What's uh, the, the one that had Silver the Hedgehog in it? Uh, that, I believe, was just called Sonic the Hedgehog, which was for Xbox 360 and PS3, I believe. Mm-hmm. Alright, so we're at 9. Have we got to a good one yet? Because I can keep going. Sonic Lost World. Have we got to a good one yet? It's 10 fucking I games. Mean, it's many, 10 fucking games. How many of those have I actually played? I played Sonic, uh, whatever one I played over here. Lost World. Lost World. And? And, remember, I I was like, I think it, I think I can make this work. Remember, I was, <laughs> yeah, you, I was still very optimistic. Yeah. You were the one that was like, no, and you, like, turned off the game while I was Because it was bad. That's, that's, full hands, ten. We have to stop, because I don't have any more fingers. Ten. I and mean, if you had just said Sonic Adventure 2 Battle to start with, we could have just ended the list. But, but, that's fucking long ago. That's, that's probably more than ten years ago. That was a long, long ago. Right? That's more than ten years ago. Yeah, because I probably played that... I mean, it was on GameCube, and the original version was on Dreamcast, Mm -hmm. so that was a long time ago. So, but but again, let's just that's a good game. I'm fine with that. Sonic Adventure also a good game. If I played it now, it might be dated. I don't know. I need to play it again. But at the time, I was fine with that. I think a majority of the people were cool with that. It was a new era of Sonic. It was the first 3D Sonic besides 3D Blast, but nobody fucking played that. Yeah. Um. So it was, you know, it was cool for its time. It Now it might be dated, I'm not sure. But we just, in the past years, named 10 fucking 3D Sonic games that came out. And Generations, I think, had some decent reception. I think some people did enjoy that game. Um, but the rest of those are fucking god-awful. Think about If I was to do that and do it with Mario, if I was to go through the past 10 years and name Mario games, you wouldn't fucking find one. You wouldn't. 
I'm just saying, I love Sonic. But Sonic 3D games are not good right now. And they haven't been for a long time. So again, I just want to reel it back to... What is it that we need from a Sonic game that's in 3D? Is it character customization? Is that the missing piece? Is that the cool, let's show this? Let's highlight this right now? Highlight that later on. Show me something fucking meaty that is going to make me want to buy this game. Because right now, I don't. Mm. Sonic Mania, fucking cash my check. I'm in. Sonic Forces? I don't know. The other thing that was part of this reveal, there may have been more, because if there was a video I didn't watch, I just quickly read the summary of basically what was shown. Uh, mm -hmm. Is the, And I, I did watch a quick gameplay clip of this feature, was apparently every character is going to have a grappling hook. You've never seen something like that in a game before. <laughs> no. Riding horses into battle. But they all have grappling hooks. Why? Like, to, to use the Mario example, which people who are Sonic fanatics are going to... It doesn't matter. I mean, we can just honestly sit here and you can be a fanboy of whatever you want to be a fanboy of if we're going to just strip it down simply... Mario is still consistently great. Sonic is in some dark times right now. I mean, that's 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 reality. I mean, it just is. If you're going to deny that, no. I'm sorry. You're incorrect. This isn't a part where it's like... Th this is like one of those things where it's like, science is science. Right now, I mean, if you were to look at everything around these games, like the reception, the sales, Mario games are, are in a good space... Sonic needs some work. Which is... A lot of series go through that. I'm not trying to shit on Sonic. Yeah, I love Sonic. Sonic's my fucking boy. You're too slow. Get with it or get out. That's not a Sonic line. I just, you know... I, yeah, no, you're, you're... I'm not... My my intention here... Because I know I'm gonna get some fucking messages on online. My intention here... Is not to bash Sonic. I want a good Sonic game. I had a fucking Dreamcast when it came out. And I loved Sonic Adventure. I still don't know what I was doing in the Chow Gardens, but I love Sonic Adventure. Uh, when I was re-listening to last week's episode with uh, the Shelf Knight guys, mm -hmm. there's a point where we're talking about Sonic Adventure twice, and uh, the first time we're just literally talking about Sonic Adventure, and the second time, he he's like talking about something, and then I'm like, wait, are you talking about Big the Cat? And he's like... No, I'm talking, about, <laughs> I'm talking about a big cat, not big a cat. And I don't know why I, I like couldn't stop laughing. We just did that on the air just now. Yeah. That's a thing. Mm -hmm. um, but basically the point I'm trying to make is, all right, so if we're going to compare it to a Mario game. You're still on the grappling hook thing, right? Yes, grappling hook. So I'm not trying to, so basically I'm not mad, again, I'm not mad at Sega for introducing a new gameplay mechanic. Totally fine with you adding new things, trying new things, all this stuff. Totally fine with that. For instance, in a Mario game, in the last major Mario release, Super Mario 3D World for the Wii U, they introduced a couple of new power-ups. The cat suit. Meow. 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 
you know, the cherry that would duplicate you. Uh, I'm sure there was a couple of other things. But, you know, they added new, which they do with most, most Mario games. Super Mario God, Odyssey is going to have a hat with eyes that you can jump on. I trust Nintendo when it comes to Mario games to implement these power-ups or gameplay mechanics in a smart, balanced way. Because they have a good track record, with Mario at least, of doing that. Introducing power-ups that make sense and work well within the confines of that universe. Or that game, at least. Now, when I read the thing about the grappling hook, um, I don't get it. I'm like, why is there a grappling hook? I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe some characters don't jump as high or whatever. I don't know. Maybe there's a thing that makes sense. But then I'm watching a video of the grappling hook in action... And it's like, I'm watching like a character go through like a spin and then a ramp and a jump, and they use a grappling hook to grab onto something. And it's like, every time I see the grappling hook come out, I'm like, okay. These are all 2D moments of the game, by the way. So these are side-scrolling moments of the game. What makes a Sonic game good? Part of it is, gotta go fast. Yeah. Speed. That, you know, that element of, like, quickness, finesse, like, that is part of what makes Sonic a Sonic game. Which is what I think is the biggest struggle for them when it comes to the 3D aspect is, you know, Sonic's a game about going really fast. How do we do that in a smart way in a 3D, you know, rotating camera game? But this is a side-scrolling moment, and every time the character used the grappling hook, the game... Like, the game comes to a screeching halt. Because it's like, goes up in the air, grappling hook, hits the thing it's grappling to, and then flings off. And it's like, a whole couple of seconds of no movement. Where it's like, that's anti-Sonic. That's not what Sonic is. Sonic's a game about speed. About going fast. So, I don't know. It just seemed like a weird gameplay mechanic for them to add to a game that's about going fast. Mm -hmm. So, I guess... I guess my gripe right now is I would love Sonic Forces to be a good game. But those two things that they showed me today, why? Why now? Why lead with that? Why start with that? Why go into E3 with that? It's just a lot of, a lot of weird... Like, those are going to be parts of the game? Cool. But why first? I don't know. Well, the customization thing, I feel like, is probably the major thing that they're bringing to this game. So I'm not surprised they show that first. Now, whatever else happens in the game... But that makes I, me worried, too, though. If, I don't know. If the customization thing's like, the big thing they're touting about this game, that is not good. Sonic 3D games aren't good. We just named ten games that aren't good. I know. But I can't imagine the thing that would make a Sonic game good is going to be a thing that you can just advertise, if that makes any sense. I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be a gameplay mechanic and be like, hey, this is what's this is what we're bringing to the table. I think it's going to be something more uh uh non tangible, I guess. Something that you would just have to see played, like, oh, you know, this is fun and the fact mm -hmm. that I can create a character mm -hmm. is good. Okay. So for me to jump back in, wouldn't that be the way to show it? Is to just simply show it? 
maybe, maybe it is a hard to define thing that makes it good. Yeah. Or shows that it's different than past 3D Sonic games. Mm-hmm. So the way to do it is to show gameplay. It would be. And like I said, outside of the fact that I saw that the game was announced and that you can create a character and that there's a couple of different animal types that you could use mm-hmm. to play, I don't know anything about the game. You've seen more than me, and from what I can tell, what you saw was that there was a grappling hook. So I don't know what was what was actually shown. I don't. I didn't even realize that there was a 2D aspect to the game. So I don't know what's going on with it I, at all. I think I didn't play Generations, but I believe Generations was... Some of the game was in 3D, some of the game was in 2D. Uh, 2D. It was in 2D. So it looks like this is going to be a similar way where there's 3D aspects, and then there's 2D start parts, which again totally fine with but the game's gonna be good yeah and like i said i i've seen nothing of the game so i can't even comment on that i just know the big thing that was shown was you can create a character yeah so maybe they did show something that says hey you know this might be interesting to play Mm -hmm. but i can't say i i feel like i'm coming off as a as a sonic hater as a sega hater if you were to like sit down and have a conversation with me you would see that that is not the truth. And I have a long history of playing Sega consoles and owning Sega consoles and Sega games and have fond memories of a lot of Sega games. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't benefit... I don't go to sleep happy at night if Sega makes a bad Sonic game. I mean, the goal, the ideal world would be everyone makes great games, so then I have infinite numbers of great games to play. I would love to see a return to great Sonic games. I mean, Sonic Mania is doing that in one way where I feel like I feel like I feel like Sonic Mania kind of has the chance to do what Mario did on the DS, which was we're going to we're going to take it back for a minute and we're going to make new Super Mario Brothers. I feel like Sonic Mania is new Sonic the Hedgehog. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where it's like, we're going to return to what made Mario great, what made Sonic great, which is totally cool. And that never was the main... Like, basically, they did that, and, you know, Mar- Sonic Nintendo did that, and they, re- they didn't reboot the franchise, but they basically made a second, another path of Mario games to to be, you know, in sequence. Because we got new Super Mario Brothers, then we got new Super Mario Bros. 2, we got new Super Mario Bros. Wii, new Super Mario Bros. Wii U, new Super Luigi, Wii U. So, like, it, it created another avenue, another lane for specific types of Mario games to come out. And Sonic has that opportunity. You know, Sonic Mania could become that. It could, you know, Sonic Mania does well. It looks like it's going to be a good game they can make Sonic Mania 2 and keep that line going as like, you know what? For people who want a more traditional side-scrolling Sonic game, this is what we got for you. And then they can still do, just like Mario does, they have the side-scrolling games, then they have the Galaxy, Super Mario 64, Sunshine, Soon Odyssey. Like, they have the split. They have both of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, 3D World and 3D Land were like another avenue where it's like, these are 2.5, so it's like 2.5D. So you have, like, it's not quite a 3D walk-wherever-you-want world. 
it's not quite a 2D platformer. It's in the middle where it's like fixed camera angles. It's still clearly a 3D game, but it's more of on an adjusted plane, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it would, it would be awesome for Sonic to get that to that space. Honestly, like, there needs to be more good platforming games. And Sonic can do that. I mean, there's kind of a, a revitalization right now. You know, you, obviously Mario hasn't gone anywhere. But you're seeing things like Ukulele. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there's, there's, a, there's a revival. I, you know, you've got uh, well, no, you've got Mario who's been there. I you've got <laughs> Ukulele who just came out, and I don't really care for the game. And uh, 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 no, there's gotta it? there's gotta be there's at least something else I can't think of right now. But I mean, there's a space for it right now, um, and it would be nice to see that you know. There's a there is a space for that in gaming in the gaming community. And it would be nice for Sonic to be a part of that. So I, I, I hope Sonic Force is a good game. I would love a good Sonic game to play. It's just right now, if I have to be honest, Forces is not looking like that game to me. I'd, I'd rather just, at this point, just make a Big the Cat game and call it a day. Have it be a fishing simulator. Ooh. Now you're speaking the language. Yeah. Um, we're getting up there, so we'll wrap it up in a sec. But the the last thing I guess I wanted to bring up real quick was uh, ooh, it's an email. So before I get all the Sonic hate, I don't hate Sonic. I'm a Sonic guy. It's just I mean, if you had to if you had to put them both in front of me, I'm gonna pick up the Nintendo console, not the not the Sonic one. But anyways, uh, did you see the Star Wars poster from Japan? About the revelation Yes. Feeling. Yeah, yes. Do you have thoughts on this? Nah, not really. It's, I mean, it's not confirmed, and then it's like a loose translation. So, I mean, it, it's not anything that I could really work myself up over. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a nice story to bring up, but I, given the information, I'm just like, eh, you know... Do you think that a big crux of the movie is going to be Ray's origins? I don't think so. I feel like they've said that it's not going to be. I feel like that's been it's kind of like, yeah, you know, you'll find out, but it's not It's not going to be like a big Honestly, game changer. I don't even think we're going to find out. I don't think it's important to the story for us to know who Ray's parents are. I mean, they they can use it. If they want, like, if, if, I guess what I'm trying to say is, if they wanted to make that a plot device, they could, Mm -hmm. to further the story in the direction they want to, but I, I feel like Ray as a character is so much more important than just being Ray and not who she's tied to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Listen, they could they could do it either way. They can either, you know, make her just be her own thing. You know, as episode seven, it's... I wouldn't call it a... It's not really a reboot, but, you know, they, they clearly want this to be a thing that, while it has ties to the, the other six movies... Yeah. It's going to be, like, a new generation of things. So, like, 
if they wanted to, they could just be like, hey, you know what, you know, she's getting traded by the old guard, but, you know, she's, she's special on her own, she's just her own thing. At the same time, you know, they could tie her back to the other ones, just so, like, she has a... Lineage of some a sort? A lineage of some sort. So, personally, I guess either, A, I just don't want it, I just don't want it to be an important thing, like, I don't care if I know who her parents are, I've definitely speculated about it before, multiple times, but the more I think about it now after seeing that, I guess I just don't care, and I kind of don't want it to be a part of the story. Just because, again, I just think she, her as a character is just more, is bigger than that. Um, and I feel like it would be, it would slightly diminish the importance of her character, the strength of her character, to make her parents something important. But at the same time, the other aspect I look at is, you know, if there's any flack that's tacked on to episode 7, it's, it's too much like a new hope. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like if they were to make her parents or the reveal of who her parents are a major plot device, aren't they just going down the same fucking path again? And they're just going to piss off the same people? You know yeah, what I mean? Probably. Um, yeah, probably. Because that was just how Empire went. Um, the other thing I was going to say was... Um, ugh, hair. Um, the Star Wars movies up until this point so episodes one through six have largely followed the skywalker family so it would either it's broke my phone case yeah. it was kind of already broken anyway because I, I do this a lot yeah so i would imagine that these films three through seven through nine will either follow suit or if they're really you know trying to break away from that they won't so it's it's gonna go one way or the other yeah yeah, it doesn't really make much of a difference to me. I, I'm i interested to see the whole thing they're playing up with, like, Luke saying, like, the, the Jedi need to end, or, or whatever he says in the trailer. Um, I think it's going to be more of a, you have the light, you have the dark, you know, here's the white, here's the black. Like, let's go down this third path, the gray. I feel like it's going to be more of that. Like, maybe he is... Like, starting, like, the Jedi need to end because I'm starting, like, this other order that is, you know, extreme light, extreme dark, you know, anything, anything, any group of people, any religion, any political party, anything that's extreme in that direction is gonna be, you know, a little too much, you know, it, People who are, you know, nuts about something, they're going to, like, they're going to go over a line. For the most part. I feel like that's a a common thread in, you know, extremists, basically. So I feel like what Luke's referring to, at least this is my own crazy, you know, thing. I'm not, like, going on forums and, like, reading what other people are saying. I'm just, I'm thinking about right now, and this is what I'm saying, is it'd be interesting to see if what he's referring to is you know, let's go down this middle path. Mm-hmm. No? Oh, no. I, I mean, am I, I, am I speaking like a crazy person right now? No, I think we had all kind of... I mean, it's not a new theory. Oh, no, I'm not trying to be like, I, don't know, I said just, it first. I'm, what I'm saying is like, I've heard that before, so I'm not saying it's crazy. I was probably leaning towards the same thing myself. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I, mean, I haven't really... I feel like we, the three of us, or four of us, all of us, 
feel like we really haven't talked about it that much. Just I feel like we probably are all in that same space. Yeah. Um, the other thing, and I wish Dom was here to bring up, was... So... He... He has a buddy who is reading some Star Wars books right now that are apparently are canon. Mm-hmm. And... I guess one of the books he's reading currently is focusing like heavily on some like huge galactic presence. So the basically like the thing that the kid was like when the way he was explaining to Dom, Dom was saying like would they really like either try to intertwine the MCU and like make a nod to Thanos? Or is this just something else completely? Because basically what Dom was saying was the way that the kid was describing what was going on in the book, and again, this is allegedly a canon piece of material, mm-hmm. is that it it sounded like it could be a reference to Thanos. Huh. I personally do not think that would be a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible because it's Disney and they have both properties right but I don't see the benefit in that what I see from that is like there'll be some people that are cool with it and that's probably like the more mainstream like I just want more blockbuster garbage exploding my face where like people who are like Star Wars fans will probably for the most part be like are you fucking kidding me like would you be down with that I don't think I would personally. I, I think that would kind of be a negative thing yeah. for me. Yeah, I wouldn't care for it. They've definitely, they've crossed over in the past in like comments and stuff, but those weren't canon. Yeah. And without all the information here, it sounds to me more like it may be just a kind of wink nod type of, like the kind of, the kind of connection that you would see in a Pixar film where people would just take them and make them yeah. all connected, but really it's just like, hey, you know, we just thought it'd be funny to kind of reference another thing. And if that's the case, I'm like, that was the other thing. If it's just like a like a clever little, like, it's not everyone's going to pick up on it, but now the internet age, if one person figures it out, everyone knows about it, where it's like, here's a nod to this other thing. That, you know what, if we want to, can just say that in this grand universe, those two things exist in that same space, but they're not, they're not interacting, but they're there. I'm cool with that, if it's just like a, like a little, like, reference, you know what I mean? Like, that, I'm fine with. But if they make a mashup, I just see that being disastrous, especially if... You know, they're investing all this time and money and care to make sure that, like, this new trilogy, well, I mean, all six movies, because the the spinoffs too, but the new trilogy itself is like, listen, we want to get back to making the Star Wars movies we feel like you deserve. So I feel like that would be a negative thing for the community as a whole. Yeah. I I think... At a certain point, you just can't keep merging your franchises. You need to yeah. keep them separated and like sell them as their own brand and don't have them kind of 
kind of intertwined. So it, it sounds to me like more like this is a... A clever like, nod. A little reference in what is essentially canon, but like if they ever want to like sweep it under the rug, they can and they will. Yeah. So. Well, it's not even that, too. you got to think this, like... This is in a Star Wars allegedly canon novel. So this is like... I love Star Wars. Like, I fucking love Star Wars, and I've watched the movies a bajillion times. I'm probably not reading the books. So that's like a small audience. You know what I mean? That's like a specific audience that's reading these materials. So, as a reference in the novel, like you just said, that they could, if they wanted to, just be like, you know what, never mind, that's not real. We just changed our mind. It's probably cool to those people that are reading the books. Yeah. To be a quick reference. But we're we're about that about that time, eh? All right. Uh, yeah, it's we're we're over the time. We're there. Great, we've done it. Turn it off. All right. Screw this. Hi there. Um, as always, you want to plug anything, Mike? Uh, no. No, nothing you wanna nothing you wanna plug. Uh, if you have a switch, get Mario Kart Eight. That's two weeks in a row. Mike's plugging that plugging that switch shit. Oh, hello. Hello. Jen, you want to plug something? Fatty. Yeah, you want to plug anything? Everyone go to Goodnight Fatty in the dark alleyways no. of Salem. Don't, it's don't tell everyone about my cookies. Well, all right, not everyone, but enough people that... What? <laughs> no. They're my cookies. Yeah, we... Wait, Jen, I, I, think, I think it's safe to say between the three of us and Dom, we can keep them in business. <laughs> yeah, we're... We made that very apparent. But yeah, if you're in the Salem, Mass area, Friday, Saturday nights, check out Goodnight Fatty, fucking delicious cookies, in an alley. And entertaining videos. Soothing videos. Soothing videos. Relaxing videos. Relaxing videos. Anything else you want to plug, Mike? No, that, that pretty much covers it. Where can people find you on the tweets? Ah, uh, boy, what is it? It's, um... Do you really not know it? No, I know it. It's, you just um, don't want to plug it? Whatever. It's, uh, underscore... Mike O'Path. So, if you're... Whatever. If you want to see Mike's tweets about conversations he overhears in Vegas... I don't. That's a lie and you know it. And we weren't asking you. And as always, you can follow us on uh, the social medias. On Instagram at pass underscore the underscore controller. And on the tweets at pass controller. And you can check out our website ptcgaming.com and you can find me at bgroom anywhere you wish well on twitter or instagram that's all I really care about but until next time you don't have a sign off do you we don't have a sign off Mike we'll, we'll figure it out I want it to come up organically and I want to just be like oh. well that wasn't or what was organic was uh, that awkward pause there yeah I mean awkward pauses are my specialty but I don't think that can be like a, a sign off because then when do you know if it actually ends? Okay, well, work on that. All right, we will.